we're alive. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we wanted to go ahead and bitch and moan and bark at people that deserve it and wanted to do it in an environment where we could get away with that and not piss off people that really want to have much more fun. Not that we're not having fun. Shut up, whatever. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. It's kind of hard to miss me. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody because um, we're actually doing pretty good tonight. Mostly. I'll explain part of that in a second. From the very frigid Midwest of, Midwest of the U.S., Good evening, Bridget. Good evening. It, it has the Arctic blast come and hit you guys just yet, or is that still a couple hours off? Uh, we're supposed to get hit with snow about a quarter to five, so it's coming. Joy. <laughs> and it's going to get down on single digits. Yay! Joy. From south of me over into uh, Pittsburgh, PA. Joey, good morning. Yep. To the right, uh, outside of, oh my god, things are really heating up, uh, Washington, D.C. Unreno Tech, hi, good to have you back. Hi, it's good to be back. Enjoying a nice cup of coffee while watching the uh, politicians tell each other to shut the uh, STFU. Yeah, right about now, I wish I had some, because I, did, I didn't think to make any. I'm, I was definitely enjoying the part where the Democrats were actually asking questions and Republicans were just character assassinating their own people. Yeah, funny enough, that's uh, that's actually going to become in, uh, important shortly. Yeah, yeah I find it very amusing. Yeah. And from over the water into Paris, France, good morning, Joseph. Good morning, sir. So we are we're all here. Um we're still waiting for Dallin to uh, get his richly deserved bonus check so he can get himself a new computer because, you know, computers. Um, I would be deeply remiss if I did not open so far at this point to say that um, Facebook, uh, you're a rat bastard sometimes. Yeah. For those of you that might not have known, for whatever reason, today should have been Heretic Woman's birthday. And, of course, we've got all the notices on Facebook that says, hey, write on her wall and say happy birthday. Mm -hmm. I could, and I didn't. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sujin. Happy birthday to you. There, it's over and done with. Sorry, did you miss the part where I said it was Heretic Woman's birthday? Wait, I thought I had it marked on my phone that yours is coming up pretty soon here. Coming up, yes. But um, that's not today. Yeah, and all the people writing on her wall, happy birthday, and I'm like, uh, no, she's dead. Yeah. No, I heard birthday because I was trying to pull up some of the uh, statements and uh, questions from the uh, questioning with the Democrats and the Republicans. And when I heard birthday, I remember my phone warned me that, hey, March 4th or 5th or one of them was yours. And it was just like, oh, I should tell Sujin happy birthday. He just said birthday. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. It turns out funny. I've uh, let's see, it's, uh, myself. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sujin. Oh, well, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, mine is uh, mine is Monday. Uh, yeah. One of the people that we know, well, Joe and I know from uh, uh, Second Life, uh, Stormfront, also shares the same birthday. And uh, one of my one of my uh, folks uh, is uh, on the sixth, and Felis knows full well. So, um, no, I didn't. A couple of them coming up. I, I did not have Heretic Woman's birthday. I didn't even know it was today. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like with uh, like with many other times that I've talked about grief over the years that we've been doing this, you know, there's 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 going to be highs, there's going to be lows, and every once in a while, you're just going to get punched right in the gut, and there's nothing you can do about it. So, I'm sorry, I, I've got I've got her voice stuck in my head, and and Bridget, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm freaking dead. It doesn't matter. Shut up and move the hell on. Yeah, yeah. That's see, that's that's. that's problem and yeah she'd be right and at the same time i'd be able to actually go uh fuck you because you know mood and emotions and you know what are you gonna do yeah got a reminder i was going to her wedding too thank yeah. you facebook yeah yeah we were gonna be fuck going you to suck i was gonna do music <sighs> Even more reason we need AI. Uh maybe. The uh the uh oh what are they called? The singularity. Yeah, that's both uh an amazing and terrifying concept all at the same time. But we'll save that for another night. Because wow, I really don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. But I would love to have fun with that. So we will. Anyway. Since we are here, of course, all of you, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, of course, if you are watching live, please take advantage of the live chat feature. I don't know where it is on your screen. I don't care. It's there. For me, it's right there. Uh, so, Cato, Trippin, Stephanie, Felis, thank you guys, of course, as always, for being with us. Uh, for those of you that were uh, knowledgeable about it, yes, I did have my little other project on the side that I did earlier today, and I'm proud for that because the the first render of the video actually went and rendered correctly the first time through which is very nice for a change for a change uh anyway who knew that you could pull out so much hair over a seven minute ten second video whatever anyway so let me go ahead and get everything rolling over here because I need to kind of get that done and we'll kind of see where tonight takes us. So starting off for tonight with uh, five minutes on the clock, freestyle for tonight starts right now. So what uh, what did I do with this one? Actually, believe it or not, I actually had the freestyle and the topic for tonight flipped originally. I was going to go ahead and, and do the whole evidence thing, but 
Now, anybody been watching the news, you might have seen out there in Australia, Cardinal Pell was finally, finally convicted for, what's the word that we're looking for here? Oh, yes, um, child rape. Yes, I went ahead and I said it. The, as the defense put it, the, just the plain vanilla intercourse with a minor. Because, of course, that makes everything so much better to deal with. I'm sorry. No. No, it doesn't. Because no matter what adjectives you put into that, you still put something into something else that shouldn't have been in the first place. But the biggest problem of it all is that we still have to deal with the knowledge that this some bitch went ahead and said, well, I can't fly to Australia from Vatican City. I'm I'm a frail old man. I, I, I could I could have doctors say I shouldn't go. And then the people who are actually doctors and certified in the areas of cardiac and pulmonary stuff went ahead and said, I'll pay my own way and I'll fly with him so that if anything should happen, I can treat him on the flight to Australia. And there were a lot of people who went ahead and said they would do that. They'd pay their own way. They would bring their own medical stuff. They would provide their medical license. And they would take care of them if anything should happen on the flight. How delicious that was. The silence that came from all of that. And after all of that bullshit, they finally got his ass down there to answer for the crimes that he was finally convicted for and the piece that annoys me is that it's one but there's something important about that one if there is one thing that i've learned that i really detest is the following term but sometimes as with all things a tool is only evil or good depending as to how it's used the term is Wedge. Over here in the U.S., we have to worry about the wedge where we have to worry about religion trying to meddle its way into the affairs of state. The wedge document. Yeah. The idea is that if you just tease at a little piece here, just a little piece there, you can open it up so that you can get more tendrils into all the other stuff. But just like any tool, it's how you use it. Cardinal Pell is one step into getting further and further into the documentation for the Vatican, little bit by little bit. It's a long time coming, but if, if the information can finally be gleaned out, if it can be scooped out, if it can be brought to the daylight, like a good vampire, a little bit of sunlight can make all the difference in making this disgusting facade crumble. I can't wait for that day. I am very much looking forward to that day. And you know what? I'm not the only one.
There are people in Boston, in Buffalo, in New York City, in Pennsylvania, all around the world where this tentacled beast that tried to set up shop has set up shop for centuries. I want a stake put through this thing's heart. Not because of what it's done to me, because I got lucky, but because of what it's done to the most innocent and the most deserving of protection. Those that were told to shut your mouth because we don't talk that way about Father Monsignor or whoever. What do we do to those kids? Dragons have more respect for the hordes of gold that they sit on than you do. You rat bastards. This is episode 251 on the docket, Your Honor. Liars can't be trusted. Oh, wow. What was talked about as we were opening up about how uh, Michael Cohen was basically saying, you're a liar, you're a cheat, and blah, 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 blah you know, yelling and screaming from the, from the Republican side, not defending, but trying to impugn on this guy's overall character. And I... You know, I don't like to make the show about just my country and what's going on with it because everybody else does it. But the idea of being able to say, oh, I can take this piece and we can use it because we keep hearing the answer. We keep hearing the question, well, what would you need to believe in God? Doesn't matter which God. And the answer always comes up. Evidence. Why should we believe you? It's the same question that keeps coming up. And the answer is always evidence that would make all the difference in the world. So there are a number of times where this has come up and we're going to kind of bring a couple of them to the fore and we're going to discuss what is, yet again, what isn't, what's worthy. And if you're trying to evaluate somebody else, what you should be looking for and why, or better yet, why you shouldn't accept various different things, be that as it may. Unfortunately, I don't have any new information specifically on Reef Badawi, other than um, I'm seeing rumblings about uh, people who have been, uh, how should we put it, uh, troublemakers in Saudi Arabia who have been trying to get, you know, Equality for, I don't know, uh, repressed minorities, specifically women, and they're getting targeted. So, yay, thanks, guys, appreciate it. However, with no new news on those conditions, which is too much the norm right now, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been six years, eight months, 18 days since he was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. So, my sound is muffled coming in and out. Yeah, it, it, the, the muffling aspect of your sound 
happens and then it'll phase back to normal then it'll phase back to muffling and it's not consistent timing either between the two well, that's uh, terribly annoying um my microphone input at the os level looks like it's about right and it all looks like it's supposed to be right i'm wondering if maybe it's just uh maybe it's just the hangouts screwing around with me a little bit because otherwise everything looks right and you know it could always be buffering it could be all right i turned the, the the master down just a little bit just to be safe and it's just one of the many magical things about the internet yeah true enough anyway so uh i am going to go ahead and uh, check up on what you guys are talking about over there in the chat uh, momentarily so uh you'll forgive me uh, talking and reading at the same time is not something that i can really do very well at least not i can't i can't read something that i'm not saying that's not a talent that i've got teleprompter wise i can do that sure that's not a problem but um reading what's going on over here and, and saying something different, mm -hmm. no doesn't work that way try it sometime you'll see how fun that is yeah anyway with all that out of the equation um have i mean i, I know for well tech you 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 were following along with this uh the rest of you guys um we went all following uh the the which which group was it again it was the oversight committee the house oversight committee you checked up on any of that no heard anything mm, nope i've been busy well yes plus you have a habit of just not paying very much attention to the news for a good reason because i don't need the news to make my life depressing it's already depressing enough that's right that's what you got me for you're welcome Case in point, you sound like you're ready to go into something. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, it did sound like you were getting ready to, like, end us with something. Well, and not a baseball bat either. I haven't actually mentioned it on this show, so I probably should. Uh, here coming up um, in the next, well. At this point, within the next 58 days, 23 hours, 34 minutes, and one second, I, uh, I'm i going to be taking a hiatus from the show for, for the foreseeable future. And I realize that out of a 365-day year, roughly 60 days is not exactly, you know, immediate, but... Um, it's one-sixth of the year. It's close enough. It's two months, at which point I will no longer be uh, a resident of the fair city of Pittsburgh. You'll no longer be a Pennsylvanian. Are you moving up in the world? Um, that's 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 Beth. Who's yeah. I thought Pittsburgh was in Pennsylvania. It is in Pennsylvania. It's not in this. It's not exactly in the region that would be considered Pennsylvania. I call all of Pennsylvania Pennsylvania. You, well, you would. I do live in Kentuckyana. <laughs> and you. 
Wow. Um, and I live in Keanu, Maryland, or Keanu, and I live in cold right now. <laughs> Actually, well, I'll tell you the only the only two major major problems down here aren't murders and all the other stuff. It's um, heroin and alcoholism. So I have no idea what uh, other states that relates to. Well, plain and simple, um, I have lived in Pittsburgh for roughly seven years, which, yes, is plenty of time for me to have become a citizen of the fair state. Uh, well, I'm sorry, it's not a state, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and uh, so on and so forth. Have I? No because it was never my intention to stay in Pennsylvania indefinitely or even as long as I have for that matter. Uh, I finished up my schooling three years ago and I had every intention of moving out then and there. Um, it's just a matter of... Um, Other stuff got the way. You, yeah, basically. So I will be re for for the uh, time being. I will be returning to my hometown in Ohio, uh, trying to reconnect with family and whatnot, because you know, fifteen years is a awfully long time. There was that. Look at the bright side. You'll be uh, you'll be closer to Callie Wright. So you got that going for you. Mm. Callie Wright, good friend of the show. Um, not so much a good friend. She's she's a friend. Um, she's a queen. She she has not served us with a cease and desist letter. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's good enough. It's good enough for me. I don't care. Uh, by the way, Joe, uh, Felix is saying uh, Joe is tired of being cold. <laughs> yeah, about about that, Felix. Um, I'm not exactly changing latitudes. Yeah, Ohio's pretty cold too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now. Further further down the line, eh, you know, it's possible that I might be moving even further west. Yeah, it could be. Hey, look at the bright side. At least you don't. You, oh wait, I'm trying to remember. Not quite California though. I would never no, no, no. California. No, no. I, I was I was trying to remember. Uh, where was it? Where they ended up uh, lighting the river on fire? Was 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 Ohio. that Pittsburgh? Oh, it was Ohio. Okay. Yep. Okay, so you know we can we can we can always plan on that. We put an entire river on fire because that's just the way we roll. Yeah, because you know EPA. Hey, look at that! Imagine. Hmm. So. I yeah don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Anyway, so. Yeah, we've um like I said, we've we've heard on way too many occasions where the answer is evidence would make all the difference in the world. And the, the I, I was hearing it from the Republicans earlier today because I was I was catching up on some of the some of the back and forth of what was going on with Michael Cohen. And like I said, I know, I know. I am not making this specifically about my country i'm using it as an example because there's another piece granted it was also set here in the u.s but whatever where the question was if you've been a cheat and a liar 
and a duplicitous two-faced whatever and I'm, I'm i'm exaggerating quite a bit here so don't hold me to anybody why should we believe you and it's a good question it's a valid question if you've shown yourself to be untrustworthy why should we believe you why now why little kid since you've gone ahead and yelled wolf three times why should we believe that there's a wolf this time joey you're out of this one because you 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 and wolves we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss that joey off, right now is is smiling i know first that. off bite me and second off yeah, we do try not to be too terribly Amerocentric here, but, uh, well, you know what they say, the uh, squeaky wheel gets the blowtorch. Well, that's 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 only when you're done asking nicely. But that's settling, isn't it? Damn it. Whatever. Anyway, so the question is, why should you trust somebody that has proven themselves to be untrustworthy? And the answer is evidence. Because if you've got, if you can go ahead and say, trust me all you want, it ain't worth a hill of beans. But when you've got documentation, when you've got something that backs up what you've said, well, now suddenly that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing. I could go ahead and tell somebody that I actually do have a starship in my house and it's blue and it, it, it's, um, it, it accelerates at, at uh, 1G, and yes, you could stand on it. Yeah, um, I didn't exactly say it wrong, but I didn't exactly give you all the information about it either. And by the way, for the record, this uh, circa 1988 die-cast metal Enterprise D, yeah... It accelerates at nine meters per second squared and three, wait, three, nine, three, whatever. It accelerates at one G. And when the flat of it hits your foot after a meter and a half of acceleration. Ouch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ouchie. It's, it's a big time ouchie because when they built this back in 1988, like I said, it's die cast metal. Do you you know when you've been hit with one of these? <laughs> Unless you've been hit in the head, in which case you don't remember very much of anything at that point. But that's, that's a whole other thing. Shujin, mm -hmm. roughly nine point eight. Nine point eight. Okay, I was trying to remember because it's nine. It's nine feet per second squared, roughly three meters. Nine. No, shit. no. I'm nine point nine point eight meters per second squared. Okay. Okay, I got it. Nine point eight one. If you want to get, you know, I I don't even I'm more. Not that, I'm a... Nine point eight zero six six five. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> Three point one four one five nine two six. Close enough. That's as really far as you're close getting. Enough. That's as far as I'm getting because that's what was drilled in my head in high school. Is close enough. Anyway, warp seven to the foot. Kato, yeah, you're <laughs> you're not too far from the truth. Oh man, it felt like it. Anyway, um, but the problem of it is trying to figure out when somebody says, "Well, I've got evidence." Great, show me. Now you look start at the trees. Into... Yeah, that's yeah. I I saw that with uh, the 
uh, Austin, Texas show. Yeah. Yeah, we we hear uh we end up hearing a lot of people when we're fine when we finally tell them, look, put up or shut up. And I've actually had to use that a couple of times on people. And let me tell you, using the, the seven-year-old uh kid speak, that's so freaking annoying because it's well, it's seven-year-old kid speak and it's accurate. That's annoying. That's distressing. When you can actually tell somebody, look, put up or shut up, and and you're right. Uh, anyway, but that's what it comes down to, trying to deal with these people. You have to understand, when you tell somebody put up or shut up, and they say, well, here's blah. Now we've run into a problem. When we talk about... Um, the the case for god like tech was saying look at the trees uh tell kind of explain to him what 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 the the whole idea behind that piece of crap is tech sorry i was reading what i try to have a classy show i i i try I try. I, I I'm really... sorry. There, uh, I, I had pulled up uh, some of the fact checking that was going on for the Cohen hearing. Yeah, remember, folks, you get what you pay for. Yes. Yeah. And I'm also kind of mentally flustered. I'm on a diet now, lower calorie count, and my focus has kind of been shoddy the last two weeks. Um, <sighs> so, does... where am I? Does this diet change your caloric intake? Yeah, no, no, no I got, I got that. Your coffee intake too? Um, no, I'm, but I'm. Then you got no excuses. I don't care. I'm also Power through. Normally it. asleep right now, so I don't care. Power through it anyway. All right. Well, so, so you, you, since you brought it up, the whole look at the trees, look at the clouds. Oh uh, yes. What, yes. what? Explain what that actual bullshit is because right, so the the basic bullshit behind it if i put my gog goggles back on it's it's basically an, uh, where they look at everything around them and they don't truly understand where things come from uh how how life has diversified over time they don't understand the evolutionary process and they're not taught how to ask those questions um, when they had their chances in school, assuming they did, because there are, are cases all over the U.S. Uh, Florida is a prime example where uh, science teachers will go, Evolutionary, evolution is just a theory. We all know Jesus did everything or God did everything. And they'll power on through. And um, what happens is, is they, they wear these blinders and they refuse to acknowledge that anything could have come about from chaos. Anything could have come about from ra randomness. That it had to have been made. That it had to have been God. And that if you look at the tree and you see the wonder and amazement of a tree, then you know, just have to know that you're, it's filled with uh, uh, God's divine divinity. It was created for us. It's an amazing thing. It's like, listen, 
I can agree. I will look at a tree and look at the beauty of the tree, the symmetry of some of the leaves and the awe-inspiringness of how tall some of them can get, the smells that come off of them. They are beautiful, beautiful plants. And I am a sucker. I'm an old-fashioned romantic. I will sit in a park and stare at the, the, the listen to the wildlife, stare at the trees, look at the flowers, enjoy the clouds. I, I am a hopeless romantic in that respect. But I know where the trees came from. I know where the birds came from. I know where the clouds came from. I know how they change over time. I understand that the reason why we still have monkeys is not because we evolved from monkeys, but we evolved from a common ancestor that the monkeys have. We share the same ancestor, but that ancestor is long dead, doesn't exist anymore. That's why the ancestor's not there. Are you presenting this as an argument for people who want the, to see God in everything, or? They choose to see God in everything rather than trying to fully understand what's going around them. It's easier. It's what they're told to do when they're young, if they're indoctrinated at an early it's... age. And it's a comfortable zone. And like you, like you say, have previously said in many shows, Joseph, for them, looking around and seeing God and everything, it's a very comfortable state of mind for them. Yeah, because they don't have to think about it. And I can confirm this because I used to walk around with God goggles. I used to look around and go, oh, God made these beautiful trees. God made these beautiful clouds. God made these beautiful bird songs. And when you would think about that, who would you think about? Uh, well, I wasn't a Jesus head until later on. Okay. Um, but but, but pre... Uh, pre <laughs> you know, it's, it's usually it's the, um, you know, people, they who are like enamored by well people who are happy with the god as an answer for everything well they I feel was... themselves in a privileged position because they don't have to think about anything because somebody else is doing it all for them here's an interesting thing it's just the a question of finding vatican, that person the, the vatican the, the catholic church long ago accepted uh evolution as how life changes over time they just claim that it's basically god did it it was like, you know what? Whether or not evolution is a tool of a deity that nobody can see nor technically, scientifically prove exists, or it's just something that how a system works, it still exists and it still works. You but can tell rather, me that evolution was designed by a deity. Okay, that part you've got to prove. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's amazing how many people don't realize that the concept of evolution and how it functions and the fact that it is a scientific theory. It's more than a concept. It's a scientific Actually, theory. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's, and, but it's accepted by the Vatican. And people don't realize that. And it's been for a long time. At least long time as compared to how long I've been on this planet. What we really have to do is get into the state of mind. Uh, but understand yeah. more about the state of mind of people who, quote unquote, need to believe this kind of thing. Well, and this, why people are protesting uh, honestly when i was thinking it, it wasn't because i needed to when if for me it was a statement oh you of, felt you need you felt oh, you needed to otherwise you wouldn't do it when i was growing up i was taught that everything was created by god and that god had a plan for everything um and granted all the loopholes in that statement i was not aware of at the time but one of the things that 
I mentally did when I would walk around and it would be an absolutely gorgeous day. I'd be like, this is an absolutely gorgeous day. I really appreciate this day. Well, like in all things that I appreciate, I was always taught that if somebody gives me a gift, say thank you. And I saw an absolutely beautiful day as a gift of a day. And my God goggle said, well, if you really truly appreciate this day and how much of a gift it is, then say thank you, dumbass. And so in my mind, I would you go. You felt just, taken care of. I, 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 I felt like somebody was appreciating me. No, watching over you. No, I didn't see a good day as somebody watching over me. I saw it as a gift because I knew exactly how bad a day could be. But do you see where I'm going with that? Yes, but I'm telling you what my, my how I saw it back then versus mm. how I look at it now. And now okay. when I see a beautiful day, I go, mm, everything has aligned to make this day a good day. And luckily, I get to enjoy it because maybe next week it's going to snow or next week it's going to have sleet or rain or whatever. You know, today was a little damp, a little cold, a little overcast, but all in all a good day. And if it's if there was sleet, would you blame it on that god? Nope. But to, oh, don't you, you mean back then? Oh, you mean back then? I meant yeah, right yeah. now. Right now, I don't believe in a god. Um, well, back then, back then, I would have said there's a reason for this, and that reason was God, rather than now. You'd have to rationalize, but now, instinctively, in a, what would you do? Back now, back then, I would have thought that it was twofold that it was science and God together because I understood how weather patterns worked, you know, in the generic sense, I was not a climatologist. But you're kind but of distracting I, I from the question. The question is um, what I what's your instinctive reaction before back, getting to the rationalization? What was your instinctive then, reaction? Back then I thought God had created the system that created the weather patterns had put it in motion and therefore it was part of god's plan and i didn't you know it wasn't a beautiful day but it was that's the rationalization yeah. but would you if you had been affronted with the question it was well, don't forget i like sleety days i like snowy days i like rainy days i like the bad weather days distracting too. from the question no. well well no, wait a second hold, hold on a second no i don't hold on i don't think that he is because remember he's also talking back about what it was like for him at the time right and it's entirely possible and i i would argue like it's exactly it's exactly that way that at his time answering the question answering the question is is what he's doing he it may be a rationalization but there's nothing to say that that rationalization was not lockstep at the same time with the actual visceral thought of what was going on the feeling of that maybe, we know for well that that's what happens. Maybe I wasn't clear because uh, my my uh, my question was about the reaction. Like you have a beautiful day, mm -hmm. um, and you think, "Oh, it's thanks to God and all that." But if it no, was, no, no, if no, it, no, it, 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 no, but my, my okay, we have to be very careful with the wording. Depend uh, when it comes to well, you think it's a gift from somebody. <laughs> You say that I thought it was thanks from God, but my brain no, at that point too. said... You, you felt that you had to thank someone for that beautiful day. I felt that I had to keep with the teachings of, of my upbringing, which is when somebody does something nice, you say thank you. Yeah. 
regardless of who but, that person is. Even if that, that person's not a nice person, if they've done something nice, you say thank you. And I'm really trying I'm to and hone in on that reaction, uh, on the reason behind your motivation to you want to give thanks. You have to understand that at, at that time, I only had a limited set of tools with me. I can't go back and get into that mindset 100% again because I don't believe anymore. But I'm asking you to look at it now. I am looking at it now. And what I can say is, is that back then, that's how I felt. That was a rationalization. That's how it was. And there's no other ways to put it into words because that's how it was. Okay. Now, if I look back on it and I go, boy, that version of me, you know, they were on the path of, they were walking a tightrope. I was walking a tightrope of rationality and irrationality that I was constantly going like this back and forth. I dip into science and I dip into God. I dip into science and I dip into God. And, and, it, and there were times where I dip into both. Where I'd say, oh, yes, science explains this. God made this work this way. But that, too, is just rationalization after the fact. What I'm most interested in is the, just really uh, the, the motivation behind your, your wanting to thank uh, a protector. The motivation is I was, taught, I was taught to say thank you when something nice was done. And I felt it was a nice thing. Therefore, the instinct to say thank you for something being done nice... I think that's a level above, but no, no, seriously. If, if you told me that you built a weather machine, you made a nice day and you could prove that you made the weather machine, I'd say, thank you. Because that's what I was brought up to do. When somebody does something nice for me at work, even if something little, I say, thank you. It's, it's instinctual for me to thank well, somebody who's done something nice, even if I don't like that person. And I have people at work who I do not go it's around. Not, I don't it's not a question around. of politeness when it's a nice day. You know, you want to thank somebody. Like the, I'm asking then, about the I motivation. Nice Why do you even think there's somebody to thank? Because I wasn't fully rational back then, and I was taught mm. to believe in a god back then. That's why. That's funny. I'm just asking you to to examine yourself in that kind of situation a bit. I did, and mm. the fact is, is that back then I used to believe in a god, and at one point I even drank the Jesus juice. Yeah, so did I. I mean, yeah. If, um, yeah. But I can't read your mind. I'm just asking you to read your own and relate. And uh, and and he's been doing that. And and yeah. I, I I think we've pretty well got it. At the time, <laughs> we kind of beat look, the dead horse. Look, it, no, no, I'm not. Me, I'm not satisfied because um, you know, I'll let it go. But I'm, I'm not sorry, satisfied dude. Okay, let me. Okay, so stop. Long. Stop. I was willing to let this one go through and try to go a little bit further into this one. At this point, that's gone. Forget about it at this point because. There's nothing more to be gleaned. We can deal with that all a little bit later. We need to push on because that took uh, far and away longer than I thought it was going to and really didn't help us along with all this. Evidence. Back back to it. Yay. Because, all right. Let me, let, me, let me tell you where I was going to remind you about because another one that came up that was really important also here in the U.S. was when there was the debate between Ken Ham and Bill Nye. And one of the one of the beautiful items came right near the end of it all. When the Q&A came from the audience and somebody went ahead and said, 
what would it take for you to change your mind on this position of whether or not there is a god or or uh evident uh yeah basically is what it came down to and the person was kind of laying out their question and you could watch on the video you'll see ken ham, uh ken ham is just over there he's just standing you know standing and bill nye is just smiling and he's nodding and he's smiling and he's nodding and the question is finally laid out there and bill nye had the chance to answer it first what would change my mind evidence and then he added some extra pieces on there to kind of basically say okay this is what would qualify as evidence that would be repeatable demonstrable investigatable all all these things that kind of you know sit right on top of that one nugget but that nugget was right there evidence and then camahan went ahead and said nothing nothing i'm i'm perfectly comfortable in where i am and there's nothing that you can bring out that will ever change my mind uh i believe the correct expression at this point is <laughs> what a tool i think that's probably the nicest way i can put that um so yeah um i was watching that particular debate uh on my on my new tv at the time and i was live tweeting with no illusions back and forth about it and that was that was a fun night um anybody else remember that particular debate because that was that was fun for me oh wow <laughs> that was a little while ago, but yeah, you remember all that big fracas, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, people saying, no, don't watch it. Don't bother entertaining it. Don't. And other people going, oh, no, you should watch this. You should see all these things. There's listen to the arguments, listen to how information is presented and, and understand both sides. And um, I ended up um watching because of the simple reason being that uh my sister in high school took mock trial and for people who are not familiar with that uh people students who get interested in becoming lawyers um whether they get interested in the prosecution and defenses and material mock trial is a, a system where they actually go into a courtroom setting and they'll have an attorney acting as a judge who's been in very experienced going into court cases. And they will give um, case examples to be used as uh, cases for the kids to try out their skills. Uh, think of debate team, but lawyers, yeah, right, in an actual courthouse. So they get to see the real... Uh, wooden pews they get to see the real stand and the judge's desk and, and the gavel and everything else and it, but the only difference is, is instead of wasting a judge's time it's just an attorney therefore the judges can still do their things and not cost taxpayers huge amounts of debt so uh, i went to several of my sister's uh, mock trials she's very good um at defense which is what she wanted to do um but she had a little bit harder time in the uh, prosecution and it was interesting listening to the people argue these cases based on the evidence that was at hand and testimony and everything else and then 
seeing them slip flip sides and then argue completely the opposite side of the case. And I was, I was flabbergasted. So it, it was also like, well, they had convinced me originally that this guy was guilty. And then the other team did a better, you know, better job of defense. And now they convinced me this guy's actually innocent as or not guilty. Holy crap. You know, as a kid, I was mind blown. I had never experienced something like that before. And uh, so you know, watching these kinds of debates and such has become more important so that I can hear the arguments that are used. Because who knows? There might be a day where Ken Ham or whoever makes a case for something and comes with actual empirical evidence to the debate. And that, that would be a game changer for their side. I, yeah. I, I, you know, it's not that I want to see them do it. It's, I want to see the evidence. And if they can bring the evidence to a debate of something other than the Bible, because I've got a napkin over here that says it's the one true napkin because it's written on the napkin. And it's like, my napkin's just as powerful as your Bible. Yep. And uh, we're, we're, we're still kind of waiting for that day to have happen. Yes, we are. Because they just, so far, what I've taken away from every single debate that I've watched, and I watched a bunch of them on YouTube. I've watched the ones uh, with Aaron Ra, Matt Dillahunty, and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, he was at... Uh, No, um, fuck it, I can't remember. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway, I've listened to a bunch of them, and when I listen to the theist side, I keep hearing the same things over and over again, just presented in slightly different ways. And it reminds me of all those horrible years I had to work retail, where people would come in, and they'd be like, so, um, if I get this computer, I won't have to upgrade it, right? And it's like, mm, that's not a true statement. If you get this computer or any of these computers, eventually they're going to become out of date and you can either take the time and finances to do little upgrades over time, which will end up costing less, or you can end up replacing the unit, which will cost more, but you can do it in one one foul blow and you don't have to do any interior work. Well, I want a computer I don't have to upgrade. Like, well, technically, that's every computer and no computer. And, and they kept trying to get me to say that I could that whatever computer they were looking at would be the one, but it was never the one because there's no such thing. And so the same thing with the theist side, they keep trying to say this, you know, that the Bible is true because the Bible says so. And they would just say it in 15 different ways. It's like, it doesn't matter how many different ways you spin it. You don't have the evidence to back up the statements. And it gets uh, it gets to be really annoying it's, when well, it's tedious. Yeah, it's really tedious because then you have to deconstruct the sentence to figure out are they saying the same shit over and over again, or do they actually have something different? And did they, you know, hide it in the argument? And uh, it's just like that mock trial, you know, two people doing the same <laughs> thing just on different sides. One's doing one job better than the other, and one at one moment. And then you flip it. The customer is yeah. really just trying to uh, get you to take the responsibility for their computer. You know, by giving like them, 
by giving them um, an argument. No, giving them assurance from authority and all that. They think that you're going to set the future up for them, which is kind of the same thing that they're they're doing with their religious leader or whatever. Well, it's a mental state. It's 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 even worse than that, because when customers are trying to do because I've I've been on that angle before. It's not that they're trying to pass along the responsibility to somebody else per se uh, for comfort. It's that they're trying to pass along the responsibility that when things finally do go wrong and they do need to change and they do need to buy new stuff, it's your fault. So you owe it to me because you told me something wrong because I pushed you into trying to say the wrong thing. And why won't you say what I want you to say? Isn't that the it's, same thing? That's nope. giving that's no, no, giving no. you that's giving the 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 salesman the responsibility, which means if something goes wrong, it's your fault. That's giving him the responsibility. But it's for a completely different reason. When you're dealing with it for the religious part, you are tacitly giving over that responsibility. You are simply abdicating that piece that you just don't want to be dealing with for whatever reason. Comfort doesn't matter. When you're dealing with it on this angle for the customer is always right, the customer is intentionally forcing the issue because they are actively trying to shirk the responsibility onto someone else in order for them to be responsible for it later to get something over they're doing a real shady shit item and the worst part is is that um every year that the holidays hit the the end of year holidays i see Uh, one news agency if not many talking about how you can go in and act and the words that you use and then when something goes wrong, you know, maybe the product fails or maybe the product's out of warranty or you don't feel like following the company's return policy, how to get around it and in, in such a way that, yeah, okay, you, the customer might benefit, but now that poor person may have lost their job or they may just have lost their potential pay raise because you were the one unreasonable person that added to that mark on their record so now they don't get that 25 cent an, uh, an hour bonus anymore or um we have know, a bad number of things. or they just you know what or you may trip that one person because you were that one last unreasonable customer that psychologically tripped them over the edge and they went on a freaking spree a shooting spree a drunken spree a road rage spree any of those things because it happens during those times of years don't be that person people what are we talking about talking about unreasonable um uh, methodologies for um trying to make sure that you come out ahead at the cost of other people. And I see that more in the theist community. Yeah. Is there even a rationalization behind it? Because I I tend to see it more as a reaction kind of thing than as skeptics, we tend to uh, I've got Siri going off. Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you b- before you before you go too far past that one. What part in particular are you referring to? The theist side or the don't be that kind of customer pain in the ass side? 
because whether, they're 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 two different things. Yes or not? Don't do that to people. Well, yes. Yeah. As for the theist part, listen, we understand you believe something. You got there somehow. You may have gotten there through improper reasoning, but reasoning nonetheless. You may have gotten there through emotion. You may have gotten there through an appeal to authority. You may have gotten there through whatever means. You know, don't try to dram it down our throats. You want to argue the point in an, a, a true argument format where you actually have different sides try to convince the other, but doing it properly instead of getting offended when somebody says they disagree with your argument or yelling when they disagree with your argument because you think being louder is going to make you more, uh, more right. You know, yeah, uh, there's a piece about that. Uh, Felix is uh, saying, by the way, uh, and uh, tech customers don't care about the customers, the customer rep person. I know they don't. And and I spent this is years in retail. I know they didn't care about me. Yeah, and from the tech side, we know full well that you know he and I both full well know that you know there there's only so much that you can do, and the fact that you can't be Superman for these people is sometimes just too much for yes, them. I'm sorry, I can't reach to the phone and identify the size of the connector at the end. I don't know if you have an RJ45 or an RJ14. You have to tell me what you see. And we kind of work from there. And uh, I I know I know for well, uh, Bridget, in in uh, in the medical community, you know, there there's only so much that any one of us can do and there's going to be the times where people will want to ask for the simply unreasonable because they think well i've seen it done somewhere before so why the hell can't you have dr house come down yeah <laughs> and well i yeah i didn't i didn't exactly leave that properly well enough there's there's only so much medical miracle that even we can do even up into the 21st century at this point. That uh, is true. And that people have gotten such great expectations now that they'll go above and beyond what is reasonable and uh, demand the doctors do too much, which is a bad thing. Yeah. Now, the reason why I wanted to kind of let that let that one go at this point is that we have various expectations of what we should be able to accomplish, what somebody else should be able to accomplish. And that's where this, this problem of evidence comes into place. Uh, I've talked about how making a proper logical argument should be viewed as setting up dominoes for, what is it even called? When you set up dominoes to fall onto each other, what is that even called? I've never found out. There's got to be like an actual term for it. And no idea. I, I, don't, I don't even know what the hell to call it. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about, though. Mm -hmm. That every Conse fact... Consequence? Well, uh, that's, that's eventually where we're going to be getting to, but I'm talking about the idea of you know how you can you can take dominoes and you can set them up one after the other after the other and then just hit them all and they all go down and i don't know what that's actually chain reaction 
well, it that that's it is chain reaction after a fashion, but the the actual process of setting up dominoes for that kind oh, of thing. I don't know what that's. Too. Yeah, I don't know what that's actually called. Oh, hmm. one of these days I'm going to find that out. Anyway, triggers later. Later, figure it out later. Anyway, but where I was going with this is that a good argument should be like dominoes hitting each domino in a chain from the beginning of your premise to the end of whatever your 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 idea is and each domino is another fact and the one that hits should be implicitly ne implicitly necessary to hit the next fact so it hits the next fact. It, it hits the next fact. It, I'm, raising, it, I'm raising my hand. Well, I, I, I can't see that. You, you <laughs> All I see is you're over here twirling your, your moustache. And you find what? Oh, you know, you just made me do it. Um, I think that I, I'm not so sure about the one after the other thing, but it's going back to what Tech was talking about earlier about um, um, lawyering. Uh, a good argument is a good reflection of reality, which means it stands to testing. So no matter how you look at it, from what angle, what or no matter what order you look at it in, um, it's going to match reality. Or and at the very text, least, it should. Well, yeah, that's how it stands to testing. But Tech's uh, example of the lawyering, uh, it's, it's funny how they argue. Um, they just take select bits of reality and exactly. make them together to make a cocktail that seems can be very misleading mm -hmm. but it's called that, cherry picking yeah yeah but we can we all do it and i mean whether it's and, to the positive or uh, whether it's and, proving and, innocence or and here's the thing about the cherry picking i've actually been in court for a custody battle i've actually been on the stand now granted there was no jury it was the judge because it's circuit court or civil whatever the hell it was anyway um, and sure enough, when her attorney was asking me questions, either a, she didn't tell her attorney everything, which it turned out she didn't because her first attorney ended up dropping her ass for lying to her. The second attorney was oblivious and not as good, but immaterial. Um, she, her attorney asked a lot of questions that were based on basically very limited information and worded them in ways that where I ended up going, I know I was instructed yes or no, but neither one is appropriate for this question. Because if I say yes, I look bad this way. If I say no, I look bad this way. So I had to say, I'm sorry, but this is not a yes or no answer because there's context for my answer. If I'm not allowed to give context, I cannot answer your question. And my, attorney, and my attorney face palmed, but I got it out there. And my attorney, later on, he told me, he goes, I thought you were going to blow it. You did that beautifully, but please don't do that ever again. <laughs> and um, when he got to cross-examine me, he got to ask the questions that filled in all those missing gaps that her questions had left wide open. And her attorney was just completely blindsided by that. And, and it was a completely different ball game from there. You're right. The cherry picking happens all over the place. It's, it can, and attorneys 
they're paid to do it. But that's a great example because if you fill in the blanks that the cherry picker left open, uh, you make it quite clear. Well, you make the dishonesty of their argument quite clear. Yeah. I think even before considering any argument, even your own, the one you're yourself you're making to any situation, I, I think it's before everything else, you have to consider the honesty of the argument. Are you looking at all the facts? And evaluating them correctly, correct. Ah. Um, now, there's also there's also a, a, a truism when you're dealing with lawyer debate. And the truism is never ask a question if you don't already know the answer. And there's something really, really important in that that people really don't think about. And it's a matter of not just not getting blindsided, which when you're in a court case, especially, that doesn't look real good on you. And that's going to affect how, you know, judge is going to think about you, jury, if it comes down to that. But there's also the problem of if you don't know the opposite side of an argument, you're going to screw up because you will not know how to properly evaluate all of the facts that are going to come into play and how they could be laid out. Because if there's one thing that I learned from my wife when she was, when she was dealing with uh, account management, data doesn't lie, but you can spin it any way you want. That would be statistics 101. Bingo. So you can take whatever facts you want and you don't necessarily have to cherry pick them, but how you put that information back out there again is something completely different. And if you don't know how that's put out there, well, you're pretty well screwed. Congratulations. And that's why evaluation of evidence is so terribly important. I mean, it's all well and good to go ahead and say, well, you know what? Uh, there's been no significant heating for the last 19 months. Okay. For the last 19 years, it's been, it's been statistically stagnant. Yeah, that's all well and good. Why are you specifically going, going back 19 years? Let's go back. Um, let's continue that back. 100, 150, 250 years, 500 years that we have ice cores for where we can actually see, oh, look at this. This is the point in the ice cores where suddenly there's a buildup of lead. Geez, I wonder how that ended up happening. Anybody else uh, see those that uh, particular episode of uh, Cosmos with, uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah. You should look that one up. It was a great one. I remember um, where they were and I'm not sure this was Cosmos because my brain's fuzzy right now. Um, but there was a documentary on the man who lost his job in um, the oil industry, the fuel industry, because he ended up uncovering the fact that, um, what was it, the 70s, I think it was? There was major, major crime, and it all kind of boiled around major cities. And it was back when all the cars had lead in the fuel. And 
he had figured out that there was definitely a direct correlation between lead the lead fumes in the exhaust and what was happening to the human condition in terms of the violence and the aggression the irrationality the irritability just the, the behavior of humanity in condensed areas where smog was a problem where these fumes were condensed and cities are those areas and then once we went to unleaded those sorts of crimes drop like a rock yep that's that's exactly right uh and it's, it's he went out the... he went out and actually tested stuff like on boats and all sorts of things i mean the guy really because he knew he was done for he knew once the report got published he he knew his career was over and it did it killed his career but he did it to better humanity yeah the guy you're thinking of uh Claire patterson i think so i'm not good with names yeah uh i remember that episode of cosmos as well um yeah. Shujin. Um, yeah, he, he, I mean, if I remember correctly, he was actually originally, uh, trying to calculate just how old the earth actually was when he started noticing all the, uh, the lead level changes over the, over the course of just a few decades. Yep. And, uh, he, he went out of limb and he, he did the research. He got his data, and he proved his case, and he was right. And we have kids that are no longer growing up with the uh, lead chips in their mouth from paint anymore because of that. Well, no, let me rephrase that. New lead paint, because that's not something that happens anymore, fortunately. There's still some places where you can oh. still find it, unfortunately. But okay. There, there are two people, uh, Claire Patterson and Herb Needleman. I think it was Herb that was on, uh, uh, that they did the Cosmos thing on, I think. Yeah, because I think his focus was plumbing. Whereas, uh, uh, his, his focus was on plumbing and, you know, uh, health organ, uh, health, uh, statistics that were popping up as he was looking at you know what the hell's causing all these neuro neurological impairments and whatnot yep that'll and, do it. and and yeah like i said uh claire patterson was the guy who you know trying to figure out well how old's the earth what the hell is all this lead doing here yeah and uh these these were guys admittedly they were scientists but they knew how to research into stuff to get evidence. Now, there's something that uh, that I heard that one of the, one of the one of the things that uh, the uh, atheist experience of Austin, which we've mentioned before, Matt Dillahunty had gone ahead and was dealing with somebody who was just like, you know, poo pooing on on the scientific method and you know scientists are are shills and all that all that happy horseshit. And he basically said something that kind of caught me. At one point, all of those scientists were lay people before they were scientists. You learn how to do this stuff. That's what a scientist is. It is someone that learned the methodology, followed it down, 
and asked others to check what they're doing. And then if they got it wrong, they go and try to figure out what they got wrong. And then they tried again and then tried again and then tried again until they got it right. Which some could argue that getting a Oh shoot! Now I'm trying to remember. MythBusters had it had it perfectly. It was uh, something about e- even even bad data is good data. Uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing highly, but you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, you you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> everything every, everything uh, has a use, even if it's wrong. Uh, you you try to uh, you try to build a wheel that reinflates itself and you failed 999 times to build a wheel that can reinflate itself. Well, you found out 999 ways not to build it. Yep. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. yep there's that. And, uh, Plus, I believe, I, be- I believe the expression they had was uh, failure is always an option. Yes. Though I, I prefer their other expression, you know, uh, the only difference between science and screwing around is writing it down. That's right. That's exactly right. It's having a clipboard. You have a clipboard, you're doing science. You, you, you need to have some paper in a, in a pen, too, but, I mean, that's uh, details, whatever. Recording your results, that's the difference. Yeah, it's exactly Sharing, right. Sharing failure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've I've mentioned it on on many occasions, uh, Bridget. You know, uh, we we've I've I've put you under under the microscope on a couple of times. We killed a lot of people trying to learn how not to kill people back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, eat uh, that. Don't eat that. Was a thing. <laughs> don't eat that mushroom. That one. That one will kill you. And uh, well, leeches have one... their use. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and and funny enough, so do maggots. We found well, how out. many? How many times do you have to try that experiment? Like, if you don't write it down, well, that poison, that mushroom was poisoned. That mushroom killed that guy, and this one didn't. But so, if you don't write that down, you're condemned to repetition. Something to consider. Mm-hmm. Something consider there. Just how many lives has literacy saved? Um, an innumerable. Uh, and and Joseph, as far as to the answer to to the question, um, of how many times can you do something? Uh, I believe it was the the late great Daffy Duck who explained it best. I know, I know, but I can only do it once. God damn it! Now I gotta find that clip. Let's see. Do you have any other superpowers? Like what? I don't know. Can you uh, stop a speeding bullet? Once. Yeah. What? It hurts like hell. Yeah, but Bridget, like I said, I I, I put you under the under the microscope, uh, especially on occasion for the whole um. Transfusing blood from dogs into people. Yeah, painful way to go. Because what happens? <laughs> blood coagulation. Yay. Basically, it's all it, science is just a form of survival advice. It's a go to reference for, you know, how to better get by in the world. Systemic uh, immuno overload, pretty much. Well, they used to do you know, this thing called vivisection, too, where, hey, let's cut open somebody who's live and figure out how this works. Yeah, I... I mm. <laughs> oh, they're dead. But, hey, we learned something. So, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't learn that vivisection is not a... a uh, yeah, no. 
Yeah, there there is no amount of alcohol that can help somebody <laughs> trying to go through a vivisection. It doesn't work. Um, although uh, apparently, apparently, long before there was um, alcohol enough to to dull the pain of such, uh, apparently, um, I, I forget how far back, but there there are there are skulls that have been found from you know millennia several millennia ago that have holes drilled in them for releasing uh brain pressure and such mm -hmm. and that's like uh yeah I i'm sorry i i now have alan rickman in my head i'm gonna carve out his brain with a spoon <laughs> i know i'm i'm kind of it was his heart i i know i know you get the point though I mean, I, that, they're swelling. I, they still do that today. Why yeah. would you use a spoon? Because it'll hurt more, you idiot. It's yeah. That's it's. I know spoons don't have a point exactly. Just, yes, yes. Whatever. It's, from whatever. from from the movie that holds the distinction of worst British accent ever. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I got a couple no, of questions. No, we're not talking. We're not talking about Alan Rickman on that one. God no, I know. <laughs> I can speak with a proper English accent. Oh God! Yeah, he, he, leave yeah, us alone, yeah. Mel Brooks. Yeah, that's the a, that's credits a alone were masterful. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so Trippin had asked something, and I I don't know if it was or if it's just a meme kind of thing. Um, but Trippin had asked. Was okay. By the way, I know I said meme. I was saying it as in meme, meme. I was trying to say it twice, and I screwed up how I said it. That's as, that's as my in, pronunciation. As in memeish, and not trying to pronounce the actual word meme as meme. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Bridget, you're gonna have to help me out on this one a little bit. Uh, wasn't using tiger blood a thing recently? Uh, I know the whole thing that happened with uh, with uh, Charlie Sheen, Charlie, yeah, Charlie Sheen. Uh, the whole I've got Tiger Blood, and that's that's why I'm thinking. I remember that as kind of being memeified, but an actual um, blood packing with with Tiger Blood, I can't see that as actually being um, survivable. Really, I don't think that's that can't possibly be what they meant. I sure as hell hope not. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it had to have been some kind of dried, ground up, powdered something that yeah. they consumed. I just, eh. yeah, I don't, I don't particularly remember that one. And uh, Kato was also asking, like, do the miners still use canaries to warn against poison? Uh, I'm, I'm going to get to that one in in a second because I've I got something for you that I know they might have machines for that by now. Uh, yes, but believe it or not, there was a system that was put into place that uh, a guy who was really smart came up with, so that you didn't have to have uh, you didn't have to have uh, canaries with you. If you were getting into an area that had explosive gases, the guy had figured out if you have a flame. This is going to sound counterintuitive, but if you have a flame, it will ignite flammable gases. No surprise there. But if you have a mesh completely surrounding the flame, 
of a certain density, the heat gets dissipated through that mesh and does not ignite anything else around it. So some of these miners at one point had specially constructed helmets with a candle in the middle with a mesh around it. And if they started to see the light pulsing because it was igniting the fumes that were coming around it and not igniting the rest of the cavern, they knew, okay, we can't be in here anymore. And Let's we still leave. We still have everyday uses for that particular technique today. Hell, for example, in my hand right now, I have a lighter. It is a butane lighter, uh, one of those jet types that has like the little torch coming off it. Okay. But it's got over the uh, outlet, it's got a little hexagonal mesh. And it will not allow it to ignite any gas that is above the mesh. And so you go ahead, you touch the cigarette to the mesh, you, you light it, and, you know, not normally, you know, when, when you have a lighter that, say, has sat on top of your, uh, your uh, dashboard in the sun, you go to light it and you get this big plume because the gas is under so much pressure that it's pumping out at a higher rate than it normally would. I'm, I'm sure I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about right now. You don't have to be a smoker to own a lighter, you know. It's actually good practice I, to have one. Fire have, is always useful. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sure I've never done that to myself before. <laughs> <laughs> never had to worry about whether both eyebrows matched. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Uh, oh, and by the way, Stephanie, um, no. Stephanie had said the dangerous gases cannot get through the mesh. Uh yeah, because it's in the air. Unless you're thinking of some kind of weird gas that's much denser than, well, effectively, you know, a little bit thicker than, you know, window screening, because that's effectively what it was like. You know, gases get through because air gets through, and, and that's the kind of thing we're talking about. It just needs to be tight enough to dissipate the heat very quickly. Yeah. That's it, that's what makes the big difference. And it also disrupts the fuel air ratio. Right. Right. And we're not we're not talking no 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 we're not talking about some kind of semi-permeable uh piece here, Stephanie. We're literally talking about a, a wire mesh. We're we're not talking about, you know, something that's effectively, you know, a solid sheet metal with holes in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's effectively it. There there are small holes, but there's a lot of them. I mean, it, it you've got to have the air passing back and forth in order to make that work, and it does. Uh, I will have to. There's uh, helmets, uh, flash mesh. I'll look that up later, and I'll make sure it's in the show notes for myself for later. So you know, it's 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 kind of odd and somewhat disappointing in this day and age i type in fire resistant screen and everything that comes up is amazon kindle and fucking iphone <laughs> um if you've been okay. following my facebook thing i've been complaining about exactly that since about a month now 
uh, Google results have really gone south towards the commercial. Everything, it's impossible to look for anything factual or historical. I don't know if it's just me. I wouldn't think it's just you. Everybody's got to have, you know, what, what was the expression? If, I forget exactly what it is, but it, it, basically if, if you're not buying something, you're the product that's being sold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. There's a reason why Facebook is free. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a, it's a, in, in some ways, it's some of the stuff is a necessary evil. But the idea that Google has been, wasn't it's, there, it's sales season. That's, wasn't that's there, yeah, but why, why okay. Re remember, you can't blame Google. For that kind of stuff though and if you need proof go look up something called if google were a guy on youtube oh god those are hilarious okay this is like the fourth time i've had somebody talk about it somebody remind me after the show so i can go look that I'll up get the link. i'll get the links all right we're not going to need it for the show i don't think we'll, we'll deal with it anyway but uh, joseph it's uh part of the problem is that you know it's it's the it's the sales cycle the tech, uh, the tech shows have gone on. Do the you know new... that? You're, is that an explanation? It's it's part of it. I mean, what Google serves out is partially is partially influenced by what's popular to be. Like for example, given for out name, anyway, for name places, I'm getting nothing but uh, real estate ads. I mean, there's not even a you know before. Um, you could yeah. look for something, a place name, and you would find what you're looking for on page 10. Well, th but they're, they they're... don't, they don't even have a page 10 anymore. They cut off the results after about 200. So well, all you've got is retail, uh, retail, real estate. Uh, yeah. There are, there's a few reasons for that. One is, you know, people paying to get, get their search results, uh, brought up to the front of the line. And then there's the people who uh, just so so first. And... So these guys are getting priority, and there is no more end of the line. <laughs> well, is that acceptable? I don't know. Hmm. Is well, is that but acceptable? I'm, I'm doing something about it. But anyways, but we need an alternative. Well, we we did. Oh, anyways, my I'm I'm getting I'm distracting. My my only question was, are you seeing the same thing as me? Yeah, I I have seen it, and I I wonder if not if perhaps there might be some way of altering that in your Google settings, but I don't know. No, there's no way around that. I've I've looked everywhere. My expertise and with. Uh, with uh, art supplies and uh, means of destruction. That's about it. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the... Uh, uh, take that. I am the Alpha Omega. <laughs> I create and destroy. <laughs> you I'm working just... on a fact, just, just, you know, my complaint. Um, you know, it's one thing to complain about something. It's another thing to provide a solution or an alternative but i'm working on a fact base uh search engine and rd are you familiar with rdf it's um you've got relational databases 
relational tables. You know, columns and rows. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got RDF, which is basically anything can be connected to anything. It's a it's a free floating data model. Anyways, but um, I'm looking for a means to recrawl the web and arrange everything in a factual way, which means data linked to source data, linked to source data, linked to source data. And as soon as you do that, somebody's still going to use the lookup. Hedgehog cute. What? Well, Hedgehog cute. What? Do you mean he hedgehog? Hedgehog cute. No idea what that was. Uh, by it, the way, uh, Stephanie is also saying, by the way, I'm going to use a list. this as a test model. <laughs> okay. But, uh, Wiki has a list of alternative search engines, so keep that in mind. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, actually, I, I I had gone looking up a couple of the old ones. Apparently, Ask is still out there. Oh, yes. And bigger than... it. Well, I won't say bigger than, but doing better than, say, Bing. I hate Bing. trying so hard. You know, it's funny. Bing is trying so hard to be like Google. They're even repeating their mistakes. <laughs> they're doing their same mistakes just as badly. I hate okay. it. And ask, it's funny, it, it just came up this week. One of my clients um, had some sort of malware uh, that somehow got into our computer. And uh, it, in, it had installed uh, ask as the search engine uh, de choix <laughs> instead of Google. It somehow managed to manipulate Chrome. So she was getting ask all the time, you know, every time she was typing something into the uh, the URL bar, the address bar, she was getting results that's, from. That's why, and it, I, I know it seems like malware, and sometimes it is. Uh, not always, though. Uh, that is why you shouldn't just click rapidly through your installation prompt when you're installing new programs and such. Oh, You yeah. really should read that stuff. Or at least parts of it, the, some of the various options that come along with stuff, but that's a mm -hmm. that's a whole little thing. Oh man, now now I'm thinking back in the day. Oh, oh, there is a piece about this that actually kind of comes together. Uh -oh. Years ago, when Bing was still a we wanna we wanna do this because Microsoft wants to do everything and be able to corner the market and get all the money because they don't have enough. Mm -hmm. I have I have various terms that I'm not going to use right now because well I think I've I think I've used my uh, my quota of F for tonight. They decided that they were going to go ahead and uh, piggyback off of Google's results. Now Google, when they found out about it, they took them to court over, it. and they basically said, "Look, they're trying to uh, they're trying to." Profit off of our hard work. No, we're not. Prove it. I was part of the panel that helped prove that, actually. Uh, and we were back in the... This is going back along... This is going back almost 10 years ago. Do you remember Slashdot? Yes. Well, that's where they did the... Uh, that's where they collect... That's where they did the testing. They got a bunch of Slashdot users to... Uh, to... to Cull results, skull, skull, skim, whatever, to do results in a certain way. 
or to do searches in a certain way and then share the results with the uh, with the Inquisition team. And and what did they find out? Oh yeah, they well, yeah, um, that uh, that uh, Microsoft was indeed uh, well. They weren't putting Google results at the top. It's funny they were they were all it was that was that was how they were found out actually because they were consist consistently putting the result in like second or third place and they basically showed yeah you know what uh we told you and here's the results that prove it because yeah. this proves it this is exactly what we said was happening and that's wrong because what and, they 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 had the the hypo, very scientific method they had the hypothesis that microsoft was doing this because uh a few webmasters got together and going hey are you getting this as a result yeah i'm getting this too so basically what they did was um they just widened their testing base to uh, like thousands hundreds of thousands of users and i'm not even sure if anybody uses the slash dot anymore i'm not one of them but, that was uh, the place for this kind of thing. Yep. And um, for those of you that are kind of thinking, well, this isn't such a, a big deal. Why should it be a, a big deal? I can put it for you in one word. Plagiarism. They did the well, same thing with, uh, with paper maps back in the day. And if you don't think about it, somebody else is. Yep. If you're not thinking about it, somebody else is. Because that's, you know, uh, to look for anything on the web, uh, what choice do we have? Like, we're, 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 we have our hands tied by, we have faith in Google. We have to these days. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's annoying when there's only a handful, if even that, of available resources that are worth a damn. But at the same time, if they're doing the job right and well, therein lies the question as to whether or not they actually are. But that's well, the a... motto until recently was do no evil. And when you find yourself in a position, um, you have a holdover monopoly. Well, corruption, I don't know. Just wait until you know you're walking down down the street and you start hearing the Google be with you and also with you. Google be with you. I don't. I don't. I don't want that to be the case. I still like the joke of. Shoot, uh, knows what I'm talking about. YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook merging under a common company called UtwitFace. But you know, I look at the joke side of things. That's perfectly fine. You know what? One of these, yeah, Joe. Now, now you reminded me. I gotta, I gotta go look up on Amazon again to find out. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe I will buy a, a thing of you know those uh, wafers, wafer cup combo things, and, and send those out for Christmas to people. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. You're welcome. Just a thought. I'll look it up. Anyway. God, where was I going to go at this point? I was trying to figure out. Um, Ain't I a stinker? Uh, no. 
No, but see, the the problem it is, I've got I've got so many things that have been running through my head anyway with this topic that I'm not even sure which which direction to get going to at this point. Um, a topic. Now, one thing I will say, going back to sort of our original topic theme, uh, yes. If somebody has been bullshitting you over and over and over again, you might find it hard to believe them. But when they start telling you that the uh, neighboring town's on fire and you start seeing the glow in the middle of the night, it's probably a good idea to at least give some credence. To investigate a little bit further. Absolutely. And right now, that's that's a good portion of what's happening right now in 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 the u.s trying to figure out what's been going on with donald trump and all the inner weavings and whatnot and who's fredo and who's sunny and and some people are going Ooh. some people are going well it was just business michael i yeah i tell michael it was just business it wasn't personal he knows, he knows. He knows. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, you know my my Italian brethren. I I I know, I know. But you know, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That was a real horse's head, you know. What are you, What are you gonna do? You're gonna You're gonna leave the gun. Take the canola. C- cannoli. Cannoli. Yeah. Can, cannoli. Cannoli. If, the pastry. Yeah, Kenoli. I'm is, sorry. Is, I'm sorry. I do love that particular actor, but uh, every vowel out of his mouth seems sounds like uh. Well, lazy Italian does kind of come across that way, but that's 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 just me. Um, put it this way: if if it's a choice between I and A, one you would love to eat, the other you would need a straw. <laughs> and even then, you really don't want to do that. Good. Yeah, yeah, you really don't want to do that. But you still want it in your kitchen. Uh, I use yes. Coconut. You what? Use coconut oil, not canola. <laughs> you stuck up son of a bitch! Really? Yeah. <laughs> Good God! Do you do you use avocado oil too while you're at it? <laughs> No, but I do have several types of uh, olive oil. <laughs> okay. Extra virgin olive oil, squeezed from fresh seedlings. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a nice massage while I'm doing it. I, you know, I I try to have a classy show. <laughs> I only, the happy ending. <laughs> all I ask is for one rehearsal a night, and this is what I end up with. So is the result a cannoli or a canola? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go ahead, you keep this up. It doesn't matter which one. You will have to drink either one of them out of a straw after I go ahead and punch you in the face. Oh. Well, you could, the better side of that, you could put it into an IV drip. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. 
Uh, I, I, I will, I will go ahead and I will say there are a lot of, there's two, there's specifically two people that I really don't like. I can't say hate because I don't hate. There are two people. Uh, I, I would not be upset with reading uh, an obituary for them, but at the same time, uh, I no, I would not, I would not put an IV into them and 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 put canola in, in into their. I'd pay somebody else to do it, but I wouldn't do it myself. You wouldn't piss in their mouth if their teeth were on fire. Ah. Uh, uh, that's that's a that's a medical thing. Bridget, is is, is there a medical condition where pe- whereby people can have their, their teeth just, catch on fire? I just snort. Giggle. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Is there? I don't think so. Uh, Good. Somebody, somebody got me with the spitting coffee thing for once. Oh, that's 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 that's. I believe wonderful. I believe that's an Encino Man reference. I, I could be wrong. I don't know, but see, if people could actually gnash their teeth together and get sparks, and they could burp all at the same time, you've got a dragon. Hmm. Think about that. Yes, I actually, once upon a time, actually, I actually did research on how dragons were supposed to have fire breath, and mm-hmm. that was one of the methods. I think everybody has at one point or another. Yeah, I, uh, yes. And I've seen I've seen it all from having you know the extra organs in the chest to having the what are what are effectively venom sacs that are filled with naturally occurring napalm. Wow. Yeah, and and then there's the the Thor's thimble. Yeah, you know. Uh, This is what I do to myself. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Back to subject. Yeah, back to subject. Okay, mm-hmm. so a- as was mentioned, every once in a while you're going to have some people who are going to go ahead and... Oh, good, I get to pull out this one. Every once in a while you're going to deal with a bullshit artist. <laughs> Joey knows. Joey's laughing. You tried a bullshit last this week. Yes. Did you, or did you bullshit this week? No. Did you try to bullshit this week? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the... Uh, you, and by the way, went... when you die at the palace, you really die at the palace. Yes, did he just call it's... me fat? I believe he did so. I believe he did so. Oh, I can't get that. Not help me here. So the point of it is, yes, every once in a while there will be someone who is a consistent bullshitter. On a topic. Now, you kind of kind of have to remind yourself of two very important pieces. Item one, and this is always an important piece to think about. When you're going to go into an argument or a discussion, or even if you're going to get into a fist fight, I know this doesn't happen very often anymore, but trust me on this one. Rule number one of fighting. Never fight angry that's, that's a very good rule yes yeah also and that, never... and that does not just limited to physical fighting either exactly also never never lose the high ground anakin forgot both those lessons and that's not just physical either right yeah. now the reason why i bring it up is that if you get angry 
you get dumb. You forget things. You miss things. And that's when everything just goes to pot. So if somebody wants to go ahead and try to get under your skin so that they needle you until you are just going to go ahead and just throw up your hands and say, screw it all. And then they win by default because they're completely unreasonable and who cares? If you keep your cool, you can usually figure out what somebody's angle is and then deal with it on their terms. See, that's why some of our uh, attack helicopters during the first Desert Storm uh, weren't armed with missiles, but instead subwoofers. Um, you need to explain that a little bit. Psychological warfare. Let's just put it that way. Fine. Okay. Anyway. So somebody will go ahead and have whatever point it is that they want to make. And then they will go ahead and they will just be all proud of themselves because they know exactly what they're talking about. And they've gone ahead. They've scored their point. Doesn't matter what the topic is. And then people like us come along and go, what a wait a minute. That, that, that doesn't sound right for some reason. I think I've heard something different. And then person will come back around. They'll either reiterate or they'll slide into something else. Maybe they will start working on the whole, why don't you believe me thing or the, why are you believing facts from the establishment, 9-11 truth or inside job, flat earth, doesn't matter. But then comes the inevitable, well, can you show me your data? Where are you getting your information from? Who told you this? If you found out about it from the deep state, how come you're not already dead too? You know, all these inconvenient parts. And then comes the absolute thing I hate, because I've had to deal with this one on too damn many occasions. The rebuttal from Nani Nani Boo Boo, otherwise known as, I'm not going to do your homework for you. Have we seen this before, guys? Anybody? I know I'm I'm one of the few of us that gets into fairly regular discussions. So. Well, this is a regular occurrence because basically these people, their line of reasoning isn't one. It's they're they're requesting blind faith. Why don't you believe me? You know they could be talking about pretty well everything, and they must have an audience of credulous people otherwise they wouldn't do this anymore yep and the thing is the claim is not the only thing to question um it's also why are you making a claim without evidence what's your goal in doing that what do you want to prove what do you want to do what do you want to accomplish yep and then trying to tell somebody in that particular situation well I would like to believe you, but if you don't show me how you came to this conclusion, how am I supposed to believe you? 
they don't like that answer and, very much. And one one thing they you're, love you're ruining their game. One thing they love to do is they they will try to make it personal. Why are why don't you believe me? Are you calling me a liar? And remember, don't make it personal. It's not that I don't believe you. It's that I don't believe your statement. And that's just a distraction. That in itself is that speaks volumes about what their goals are. But they have to answer that themselves. You kind of have to hold their feet to the fire to get them to explain their motivation. And then suddenly it becomes a big yelling match because, like Joe said, why don't you believe me? And they can't separate the the idea from the person, from themselves. And then you start getting into the whole thing, especially when it's the God question of, well, yeah, I I have a god, but they're from they're from Vancouver, and you wouldn't have met them. I met them on a summer, and and no, I don't have any pictures because we didn't not, we didn't take pictures. Not all of us are that big of hockey fans. It's annoying. Like imagine the question: Why exactly do you want to tell me that the world is flat? Don't get me started on flat earthers. I, I, I don't why do you why do you crazy. need to believe that 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 would probably be the answer <laughs> complete silence you know from from all the things that I've heard and I've listened to Michael Marshall uh, for be reasonable many times with several different flat earthers I don't think that question has ever been brought up now it's entirely possible that i've missed it because i have a very hard time listening to these interviews to their conclusion but i don't know that that question has been brought up before isn't that a problem i mean i kind of get annoyed at people like talking about like even on things like the atheist experience or they're they're talking about religion in a religious language you know they're talking about the god or whatever it's strawman like but nobody's asking why do you need that god what is that going to change like there's no evidence for any such thing so why do you insist on returning to this again and again of course matt delahunty he does ask people like why do you believe what you believe I, he never gets an answer that's yeah it's like i'm talking almost from you know i'm sorry i keep on coming this without saying it i keep on coming at this from a psychological angle from you know trying to have a closer look at what actually makes us work why do we need these kind of things why do people behave this way it's a good question it's not an easy one to answer yeah maybe for another show sorry about that no Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, we're actually coming up onto the uh, top of the hour, so I think uh, I think I kind of threw it open for you guys. If there's anything left to to put out there for yourselves that might have not gotten enough of or missed, um, anybody have anything they want to throw? Because I'm not quite sure where to what I can drop in as a last for myself yet. That's 
Very well put, Joe. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm almost oh. out of coffee myself, and I am just fading fast. Okay, well. I mean, um, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have dealt with many, many individuals who uh, had a colorful interpretation of the truth, shall we say. Okay. And no matter how many times I've caught them in that situation, I always hear them out. The thing that I pay attention to most is when they start to try to do the not quite sleight of hand, but sleight of word. It's at that point that I just shut down the conversation. I can see that can uh, that can get um, annoying real fast. Fair enough. Uh, Bridget, you're the only one that hadn't chimed in at all at this point for any any last item. So, any last item? Nope. Okay. Um, Tech, I know that you said that you're fading fast. Anything that you wanted? Um, everything's said and done. It still comes down to when you have theists, they got there somehow. And if you can figure out how they got to where they were, if, assuming you want to engage and you have Um, of you know, this person has a of, of, of the engagement itself. You know, you have a reasonable expectation that you're not going to get this person to reason themselves out of religion. There's probably a really good chance that they didn't use reason to get there in the first place. But the reasonable expectation of having a conversation to have the conversation, not to go around converting everybody, uh, deconverting everybody. Um, but doing so openly and honestly, you'll have a better time of it. Good enough. And real quickly, Joseph, anything or you good? What did you step yeah. away? Well, no, I'm good. Yeah, I was just in the background. Okay. Um, I'll make it real quick. If you run into uh, a situation and you want some advice on how to close an argument, feel free. Let me know. I'll see what I can do for you. Because um, if there's one thing I've learned, I love to go ahead and tell people, um, yeah, could you just kind of like show me how you got there? Because I'd love to be able to see it. That's not that. No, that's 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 not how you got there because that's got nothing to do with it. And now you're upset because I asked you to show me how you got. 
I'm not asking you to do my homework. I'm asking you to go ahead and put up or shut up. And if you can't do that, well, um, look, you want to go ahead and you want to rant and rave and, and, and stop your feet. That's all well and good, little boy. But um, until you show me, I got no reason to believe you. And neither should anybody else. Oh. So you went ahead and you blocked me on, on Facebook. That's nice. Fortunately, I kept this tab open for just such an emergency. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. I'll just go ahead and post this whole damn thing over on my own group's web page on Facebook. You want to go ahead and see me argue with people? Go look through the photo collection over on Facebook for Holy Crap the Vlogcast and you have yourself a great laugh. Because every once in a while I still do that. A little bit. Let's just go ahead and wrap up at this point. So, everybody, thank you very much for being with us. Hope that you had yourself a good time. Uh, hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives. And uh, you got something to think about now for the week ahead. Uh, I'll tell you about a little uh, a little thing in just a couple of moments. Over in the live chat, I want to thank you guys for being with us over there. Cato, Felis, Stephanie, thank you guys. Uh, when you finally get some sleep, I hope that it's a restful, warm night for you guys, morning, whatever it is at this point. As usual, thank you, crew. Uh, Joseph, thank you very much for your time. Uh, good luck uh, continuing with the projects over there, man. You have yourself a good morning. Uh, yeah, I've got a plate full. Of course, I'm not getting paid for any of it, but anyways. Yet. Yet. You can, you can always monetize everything. That's a... Yeah. That, that yet has been going on for 30 years now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, you know, worst comes to worst, you can always, you can always go to Amsterdam and you can just sell your body. It's fine. Sex work is fine. What's you left can do that. of it? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? I've got a great mustache for it. Look, thank you for your time. Shut up. <laughs> mustache and hemorrhoids. <laughs> I said Amsterdam, not Germany, but okay, sure. Oh, what does that mean? Unreno Tech, thank you very much for your time this morning. Run, Jeremy! Ah, uh, uh, the French, they laugh at German jokes. Uh, um, hold, hold, that, hold that thought one second. Tech, you have yourself a good morning. Thank you very it's much. Okay. Uh, Joey, um, I didn't bring up war. No, no. Joey knows exactly what I'm thinking because we talked about this last night. Yes, I did. I didn't start it. Yes, you did. You have yourself a good morning, man. You sleep well and, and stay warm. Uh, It's not really that cold here right now. Yeah, right now. Just wait. It's coming. Yeah. Gee, but thanks. You're welcome. And, well, yeah, eventually. It's just a question of uh, where and when and how. And personally, I don't, I don't have a problem with the idea of dying. I just don't want to be there when it happens. Uh, Bridget, speaking of which, you try to have yourself a uh, a good morning. Also, stay warm and uh, safe travels because we know for well what the streets are going to be like. Oh yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, you you. Take care of yourself and thank you very much. And and if you want to find me on Facebook, I am Bridget Fitch. And you can also find me on my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Hang on. So everybody, again, 
Thank you very much. If you'd like to subscribe to the audio version of the podcast, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com over on the left side. Uh, we are behind, unfortunately. Part of that is because all of that is because uh, we got to kind of wait for Dallin. He's the one that manages the audio portion of it all. I'll see what I can do about, you know, getting a hold of some of that so maybe I can try to help out with a little bit of that. We'll see. Uh, when Dallin gets his new machine up and running, we'll be back up and running eventually. So just give it some time there. Uh, if you would like to get all of our social media links as well as our contact information, again, over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And if you'd like to leave a voicemail message, phone number is 859-HCTV-554. 859-4288-554. And if you feel like dropping a couple of dollars or something, yes, we do have a thing over there on Patreon. So it's just patreon.com slash HCTV. Um, two weeks from now, I will be in Toronto for uh, Fertile Equinox. So I will not be here. We will have to see what happens with that. If uh, if Dallin has got a new machine by that point, great. If not, we will have a bye week at that point. Uh, keep a watch over on the usual social media links, and we will let you know what's going to be happening with that. Don't don't bet one way or the other. Right now, we will have to wait and see what happens. But if you do happen to find yourself up in Toronto uh, two weekends from now, I will be uh, I will be DJing on Friday night, so I'm very happy for that. Kicking off the uh, the DJ sets, so uh, 70s to 90s dance. It's going to be my thing. I'm going to be very happy for that. To quote Homer Simpson, Toronto, what's he doing in Mexico? Uh, not drinking the water. Actually, I I will probably have a really good time. Actually, no. I, I know for a while I'm going to have a very good time. But in any case, I will see about having uh, whatever information out there for everybody so that they can enjoy some of the pictures and such. I'm going to have... A very good time. A. B. I will be coming back with a whole bunch of maple syrup because I'm out. I'm a. out of the good stuff. And you're gonna say a a lot. I will not. A. Because I am American, I am not going to disparage the Canadians by trying to commandeer their language. That's not the way we do things. But it's contagious, eh? I know that you're effectively giving me permission to uh, culturally appropriate the language, but I'm not going to be doing that. So thank you, but no, I will have to pass. Besides, it's bad enough. Uh, one of the times I was up there before, I caused an international incident with the seagulls, but that's a that's a whole other thing for later. I'll tell I you like, that story another time. Like they say in Canada, bienvenue. Eh? What did you call me? Bienvenue, eh? <laughs> Bienvenue means basically you're welcome. Oh. Although the Quebec Canadians use it in a completely different way than the French do. Oh. So because Quebec. Yeah, they use it as a hello. Ah, yes, of course. I it's thought like it was more along the lines of piss off. In, in France, it means you're welcome, but um, you know, you have to keep all this in mind uh, for your toronto trip <laughs> no no you, no, you won't hear a word of french there 
Well, that's that's not entirely true. I'm, I'm gonna. I've got a couple of people who are are bilingual, and uh, I'm going to basically tell them, don't speak to Tiny Tribble in English, only in French, because he's been taking French, and he didn't do enough in Quebec, as far as I'm concerned. So, I have that. That was okay. I did not know that you spoke Greek, so. Thank well, that, you. Was that was Quebecois French. Uh, yeah, that's that's Greek to me. I don't care. Omelette de fromage. <laughs> the only word in French right now that I'm thinking of is décolletage, and we need to go now because that's what I'm thinking of. Décolleté? So, you all have yourselves a great night. We'll be looking forward to talking to you again next week. Until that point... Please take care of yourselves. And if you've been following me personally for all of my stuff, um, yes, I do have a, a sideline project that I finally got done earlier today. I'm very proud for. No, I'm not going to talk about it directly here. You'll have to look it up and tough shit. In the meantime, if you're going to be out there with the Arctic Blasts, please be careful. Please be safe. Please stay safe with your fingertips especially. Don't want anybody having anything falling off. But in the meantime, until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. For those of you that are celebrating a birthday along with me and others this week, enjoy it. Happy Solar Orbital Natal Reset Moment. And of course, my lady. 13 and a half years on, I am still in love. Matane Fujin, I love you and I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.